Now that I'm older and, you know, my sons, I wouldn't let them play football. There's no way I would let my I, son play football. I didn't play let football. him play con- never, football never. because of all that we've learned about concussions and, yes. and traumatic brain injury. Um, okay, so now that tells me something. Yeah, if you would not yeah. let your f- sons play, but it you're does. willing to uh, watch... I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. Hey, I got a topic. Yeah. And let's see if we can get uh, some some uh, traction on this. Tell me what you think about this. I think... I have not watched an NFL game in, a, in actually a long time, uh-huh. and I used to love watching NFL games, but I have a hard time with football now, and I would be happy, no, not happy, I would be satisfied with myself if I never watched another football game, mm-hmm. because I think, I'm convinced now that football is an immoral sport. Because of concussion, there protocols. are a variety of reasons. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think theoretically it could get better, and I would be happy to argue mm-hmm. that it needs to get better. But yeah, the concussions, it is it is people um, paying for entertainment to watch others really, really beat themselves up. Mm-hmm. I would say the same thing about I think boxing, and I know that you really like. Um, Ultimate fighting, which I think is yeah, going to be the same sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. So you um, gladiatorial uh, sports completely you feel are immoral. Yes. You know, and football is not as significant as like MMA. And I, uh-huh. the entertainment value is undeniable to me. I haven't watched MMA the way that you have, but I I used to watch football a bunch, and I loved football. the mm-hmm. The strategy to it and the athleticism. There's no question. It's it's pretty, and the teamwork and all. Right. It's amazing. And the life expectancy of someone who plays in the NFL is significantly lower than the average person. There and there's are a reason for that. There are all kinds of issues, not just life expectancy um, as far as suicide or yes. um, there's other mental illness. And, yeah. and because of brain injuries, uh-huh. yes. There, there are also a lot of injuries anyway. Um, knee injuries being one. Yes, um, more than most sports. Neck injuries. Now, with all sports, with anything physical, athletic, jobs that we do, there's there's risks to those, and right. I get that, right? Mm-hmm. So even basketball, there's risks, but the it is so much more so in football, and I mm-hmm. I recognize this is a bit of a slidey bar. I recognize that, but I think that there is a significant line between football and other sports like this. Huh. So, you know, the argument between boxing and MMA, because boxing uses big padded gloves to protect your hands yes. from being broken. Yes. And therefore you have fewer knockouts. Right. Um, right. And it, there's, a, there's a longer sustained competition going on right. where you're, you're mm-hmm. being hit many, many, many times over the course of that But it's not as match. traumatic as it would be otherwise. Right. And so the, the argument for MMA, because mm-hmm. uh, it is more brutal. Yes, and before it, when it first uh, came out, it was very brutal. It didn't okay. have any weight classes, and it yeah. was uh, the three rules: no mm-hmm. eye gouging, biting, or fish hooking. Mm. Um, you know what a fish hook is, right? No, I don't want it's that. It's tearing someone's cheek. 
By, oh, I see. With your yeah, finger. With yeah, your finger gotcha. in their mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, which is a way, you know, back in the day when people didn't have weapons, this was a... a oh, yeah. That gangs makes would fight and you, you I would, never even you know, knew oh, that, but that makes sense. Yeah. Seriously injure someone. Because there's oh, so much sure. blood innervation in your face and you're ripping yeah. flesh. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. People can, you know, can bleed out from that. Yeah. Uh, Could they so, do it with the nose? Could you no, stick your finger in somebody's nose? I don't think so. I mean... That'd be harder to do. Yeah. But the mouth, yeah. The fish hook. And then they started... So you could you could punish someone in the genitalia mm-hmm. back in those days you mm. could kick them in the you know over and over again you could, could wear a cup uh yeah you can wear a cup but oh, okay. uh yeah the, the cup only does so much you i know? suppose yeah um and there were all kinds of uh, they started adding rules you know they yeah. didn't want yeah, small yeah. joint locks like finger locks they, yeah uh and now it's it's a fully sanctioned sport with weight classes and sure. and lots of rules lots of rules that mm-hmm. protect people's safety and the argument that mma has is that if you get hit even though the glove is like a four ounce small glove that's really just trying mm-hmm. to keep your hand from getting broken mm-hmm. um it's more likely to knock you out or to cause immediate damage instead of you receiving blow after blow after blow after blow which then that. causes more brain trauma over time that's the argument sure i don't know if it's accurate yeah and i don't know if there's been enough people engaging in it to have good data to, yeah, to for generalize. long enough for long to, enough yeah and that's yeah. why football I, I'm more interested in. Um, and it doesn't seem to be as brutal, at least not immediately brutal. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, we've got an enormous amount of data that football causes all kinds of problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's enough that – and we have, and the other thing with football, I suppose, is that we have glorified it so much that there's a lot of folks who really – who uh, go after football because it's – they feel like it's their only way out of their life situation. Mm-hmm. And for many people, I suppose it is, but we, but they they recognize, okay, I'm willing to sacrifice my body, my life, my health, in order to get out of this situation. Um, you know, it's one thing to do that if you're uh, engaged in um, economic development or you are, uh, you know, there's lots of ways that are worth risking your life for, lots of things. However, entertainment for people to say, I'm going to risk my life, I'm going to uh, shorten my life for someone else's entertainment, I think. There's something immoral about that. Hmm. Yeah. What do yeah, you think? Well, I think that happens in, in all kinds of ways. Sure. Right? And, and maybe it's not entertaining others. Maybe it's entertaining myself. Um, like you said, there are risks in, in all sorts of activities, not yes. just sports. Yes. Um, there are people who put on these wingsuits and fly off mountains. Yes, that's you know, true. And then pull a parachute, or, or, or people who jump off of buildings with a parachute. Mm-hmm. Very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there was one guy who was, who was trying to prove that uh, this type of, of uh, you know, base jumping was mm-hmm. safe mm-hmm. Um, and went to Yosemite. And and died in the process of trying to prove how safe it was. Mm. Um, so these are you know yeah. there's lots of risky behavior and lots of threats to life and injury and driving of course is is a is risky more than sure. flying and so it's like okay so let's just let's just we're talking about a a, a sport where people get injured mm-hmm. um, more so mm-hmm. than other sports. Mm-hmm. Well. Probably more so than other sports. Yes. Not all other sports, but I mean, there yeah. are, yeah. Okay. And so they're, they're, they've started making rules to improve mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Could there be more rules to further improve that? I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, will that alter the game and make it less brutal? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, for longevity's sake, for people's health, for all that, um, I think that they can, they can tighten some rules. Sure they can. Um, I don't think they should, they should do away with it. Um, even if they, even if it was just flag football, 
You know, my, my sons played flag football, and we had a great time watching them. Yeah. I've played uh, several seasons of flag football. I had a blast. Yeah. Great, great time. And, it, yeah. and it, all the, the strategy is still there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and you could even have, um, you can have blocking in flag football. Sure, you can sure, have sure, physical, sure. you know, the and blocking is not where the, the, that's the injuries not where are the injuries happening. are. No, right. no. It can be physical, but yeah. yeah. And so I, I I would say football should continue. Um, it just may have to be altered. Okay, I can go with that. Yeah. It's um, because I played flag football. I remember when I was young, and I loved it. And I think that there's all kinds of stuff to that. However, the NFL going to flag football that is unreasonable. That's, yeah, that's not going to happen. Gonna happen. Um, yeah, it's not going to happen. And I'm not sure uh, how reasonable some of the tackle rules would be. Right. Because um, I remember when we were growing up, I remember John Riggins on the Redskins mowing people down. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember like big impacts. And sure. Like, and, and as a kid, I just loved all that. Yeah, right? of course. And so it was like, who has the brute strength to get yeah. this ball across that line? Right. Um, and there was something really compelling about that. Yeah. Now that I'm older and, you know, my sons, I wouldn't let them play football. There's no way I would let my I, son play football. I didn't play let football. him play con- never, football never. because of all that we've learned about concussions and, yes. and traumatic brain injury. Um, okay, so now that tells me something. Yeah. If you would not yeah. let your sons play, but it you're does. willing to uh, watch and throw your entertainment dollars or attention, whatever, to other people doing it. That right. tells me something. Yeah, what's it tell you? Well, it, it well, I, there's. Uh, <laughs> I think you know what it says that I'm a mask wearing hypocrite. A little bit, yeah. Uh-huh. On the other, well, I, I I have to admit, I have watched NFL games with you. Uh, I came over to your house years ago to watch the the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, and so I, I I'm a hypocrite as well. I mean, I love football; it's great. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, one of the one of the things that they could implement. Uh, there, you know, there's so much money in the NFL. It's a massive amount of money. It's, um, and so one thing that they could do is put sensors in the helmets, in all the helmets, and uh, that would Im- uh, measure force impact mm-hmm. at all times. And there's a certain level that would uh, that would say, okay, this is too much. And you could even mm-hmm. have, you know, there's there's some impacts that are okay. You can analyze where that's happening. You can analyze right. where it's happening. You can also, right. in a moment by moment basis. You can you can assign points to uh, uh, this size of impact uh, adds a certain number of points and then okay when you've gotten a hundred points for the day in your head impact today then you are pulled from the game because mm-hmm. that's all you can get. There's no way they're going to do something like that. They well, could. No. That would be easy well, to do. But then that that's a way that you could get star players out of the game. It, that would incentivize impacts. Fair enough. Yeah, like let's get this guy out of the game by. Putting his head number up to a hundred immediately. <laughs> you know, my knee in the helmet right now. Sure, that, bam. Would, that would make it worse. Okay, but what I'm saying is that they could measure things. That yeah. they could. They, there are rules that they could put in place that right. they, they're not going to because part of the entertainment is the risk and the potential for the big massive hits. The, the display of strength. Exactly. And, right. I, I thought you were going to go that that if someone um, if someone provided a tackle that that triggered that sensor that there would be some penalty for that. I okay, thought that's so where that, you were headed. So yeah. that could be another rule that they but right. you know that they're not going to do that. They're not well, going to do that. I could see that cuz they're already having rules about the way that you tackle, right? Mm-hmm. And and um so if there's a sensor saying, "Oh, this this tackle was caused yeah, w- w- caused a some trauma to the head." Trauma to the head. So there's going to be some kind of penalty for that. Right. That would that would change the way people are tackling. Mm-hmm. For sure, right? Cuz mm-hmm. it because it's immediately 
uh, there's a repercussion. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I okay, so that's a better like idea than what I had. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that that was your idea. I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> implemented differently. Some sort implemented of technology yeah, yeah. in the helmet. I well, part of the reason like I say that. that I I said had the point system is because I, um, there's good evidence that small amounts of uh, I mean, excuse me, um, small traumas that are on every play over and over and over and over again are almost as damaging as one big knockout. Well, like you were saying earlier with MMA, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, uh, the theory is anyway that you knock somebody out and that's it. That's just mm-hmm. one, one big trauma is uh, safer than a whole bunch of little Multiple traumas. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's uh, – and so – Anyway, I don't know, but they could be measuring those things in a way that they, at whatever the whatever mm-hmm. they use the measurement for, but right. I, I I doubt that they will. Also, with MMA, there are other ways to end the fight with submissions that don't involve trauma to your head. Sure. Uh, so there's a lot of striking, but there are other things going on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely it, it's it's a combative sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a, another question. I don't know if you want to go there now. Uh, just the aggression. Um, yes, there is something about that. Yeah, there's, uh, it, but there's also the other side of that we need to get into at some point. Maybe this will be a great topic. We can do both of these. And that is suppressed masculinity mm. um, and labeling mm. anything masculine as toxic. Yes. Um, and what do you do with, with a young boy's competitive, um, energetic level? Uh, that, that's, a, that's a whole other, we, we can get into that. that. That'll be good. I feel really guilty because I still love the NFL and there's mm-hmm. still some amazing things about it. But I, I would I would feel better about myself if I yeah. never watched another football game. I huh, that's interesting. I I'm not a super spectator anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, I'd yeah. rather be playing sports or doing something active than Fair sitting enough. still. It's hard yeah. to sit still for yeah. me. But um, so I, I don't I don't feel guilty though. Uh, maybe I just need to look at more of the the science and the data. Maybe mm-hmm. you've, you've done more looking at that, and it, it would be more compelling if I do mm-hmm. um, to say this is this is probably a really bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I knew enough to say I don't want my boys doing it, like mm-hmm. you said. Um, and I think that that tells you something. It does. Yeah, because I, I knew that this is, there are, there are injuries, and not not just head in, injuries, but we're worried about those the most. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just a rough sport. The people who argue for football, I've heard mostly things that's, that are like uh, teamwork, and mm-hmm. discipline, and oh, there's no doubt that athletics do tremendous At, right. life lessons. But that's any athletics, yeah, right. And so that can happen on a baseball team, that can happen on a soccer team, that can happen on a basketball team, and you know, name a hundred other sports. Uh, I'm not sure that it's unique to football, and so that's the what. And so the people say, "Oh, uh, I learned so many lessons from my coach in football, and I want my son to learn those same lessons, so he must mm-hmm. also play football." I'm like, well. You know, you're not arguing for football. You're arguing for athletics. I think there is something to football that's different in that it mm-hmm. it involves so much um, strength. Mm-hmm. And it's it, so you go to a football practice. I did play uh, padded football, I don't know, once or twice. Okay. Uh, for, you know, a season or two. And you uh, you put on pads and you'll just pair up with another person and you're trying to push that person, mm-hmm. which is kind of like sumo wrestling. That's yeah. the whole point of sumo wrestling is mm-hmm. push them out of the mm-hmm. ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, there's a, uh, you're testing your strength and mm-hmm. you're competing in a very, like, as, 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 much as you can exert yourself physically as mm-hmm. possible, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's something about that, right? But yeah. it, but I don't think that that has to happen with with traumatic brain injury. Right. I think those things can be mutually exclusive for sure. Mm-hmm. And there's other ways in other sports that could bring that to bear um, without 
what we're seeing in football. Sure. Uh, but it is so beloved, mm-hmm. right? And so the the question that you're having that I'm, I think I'm beginning to to see more of and wrestle here at the moment. Uh, when do we as a society say this is too damaging, and when do we say, "Hey, if you want to do this," and I, and I get to watch it, yeah, by all means. Do you know the origins of football? Um, American football. Weren't, wasn't it based on rugby? Yes, so they're related. Yeah, um, but it gained massive prominence as the United States was moving west and taking territory from the Native Americans, from the Indians, and Indians actually. Uh, loved the sport at the very beginning, and tons and tons of Indian, uh, tons and tons of the original uh, football players were Indians, and it was very much so the Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. That's where this comes from, and it was very much so the football game is pressing in and taking territory from someone else. Mm. That's the whole thing, and so the violence of I am going to take this from you because that you know we didn't have the forward pass for a while at the very beginning, and so it's just a matter of pressing into your Gain, territory, gaining ground, gaining yep. ground by pushing you off. And in the beginning, it was whites and Native Americans were the teams. Seriously, yes. No, I Look up that. the history of that. Okay. And so then, and the violence of it is indicative of that, and that, and that's, and it grew really, really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, in popularity because they were wrestling it out on the field. And lots of people, uh, liberal folks or progressive folks, were saying this is so much better than wrestling out with guns on horses. Hmm. And so let's do it here and let's compete against each other here as a game. Uh, But it has maintained that sort of Mm -hmm. violence against each other. You know, that that, um, to hear you say that is one of the reasons why they had the Crusades. You know, um, Mm -hmm. some of the popes and religious leaders thought it's better that they go kill Muslims than be killing each other, that that these people are restless murderers, and Mm -hmm. let's put them to some greater purpose. I didn't know that. (laughs) And that's the greater purpose they came up with, is seizing the Holy Lands. Okay, so football is like the Crusades, Mm -hmm. and... Is it an intermediary step? I'm not sure, but we got to get some feedback uh, from from the population on that. Yeah, on yeah, these yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we need someone who's a bigger football fan than you to to yeah, press against me. Yeah, chime in here, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, in light of all this, what do you think about the the names of Native Americans on sports teams? Um, you know, that's interesting. Um, I, I don't have a whole lot of thoughts about it, mm -hmm. but I think I don't really care personally uh, one way or the other. I would want to talk with actual Native Americans to see what they thought. And of course, everybody's going to be different, but generally speaking, is this offensive or not? I say that because there's been, you know, uh, the people who are pushing to change the name of the Redskins or uh, the different, you know, uh, that sort of thing, uh, is are, are folks who tend to be progressive. And I know that from that perspective, they tend not to look into these sorts of things. And yeah. they're just like, oh, uh, that's offensive. And they're looking for offense when there's none. Right. So, so it, yeah. So here's the thing. I When I look at the mascot for the Cleveland Indians, oh, yeah. I say, okay. This should have changed 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. 
But I grew up watching the Redskins and loving the Redskins Mm -hmm. and wanting to be a Redskin and Mm -hmm. identifying with Mm -hmm. the Redskins, Mm -hmm. the Native Americans, right? I had no idea about the actual Redskins terminology Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, until I was much older. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I have heard from many uh, people, I don't know if this is accurate, but many people have said they have question Native Americans mm-hmm. about this. And and some of them don't like it, but most of them feel like it's a, a point of pride. Yeah. Um, that That's they're proud of this mm-hmm. of this team, yeah. you know, and, and them being the mascot and then and all these young boys mm-hmm. identifying with mm-hmm. their people and wanting to be, uh, you know, a native warrior in a, mm-hmm. you know, like th- there's some real honor. Yeah. Uh, and, and of course, I would want to do all that I could f- for the Native Americans in that way. Yeah. I mean, for heaven's sake, they're doing at least that much. Right. I yeah, mean, good right. grief. Um, yeah. And so take- <laughs> I would hate for, in the name of of like of political correctness to be right, taking right, something right, from right, them right. that they really honor and, and appreciate. Right. Totally. Um, and so it's really difficult for me to think of, of the Washington football team as anything other than the Redskins yeah. and the and the good feelings I have towards Native Americans and its association. Right. Mm-hmm. At the same time, if the if the term is is derogatory mm-hmm. and it's offensive, mm-hmm. then it has to go. Totally. Yeah. And, and it's not true for let's see. You gotta uh one person might think it's offensive, and that doesn't mean that we throw it out. Right. Right? But it's it's a, the majority of, of, of folks. And, yeah, and how of do we Native Americans that? in this case. Yeah, uh, exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, I don't know many uh, Native Americans. I remember um, spending some time on a reservation in Minnesota, northern Minnesota, and I remember um, talking with those folks. I didn't talk to them about this, mm-hmm. but they said that Native Americans is fine, but they like to be called Indians. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, I, that was news to me. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, and so I, I use the, those two terms interchangeably when, right. when referring to folks like that because of the people that I met there. Right. Um, but it also reminds me of um, the term Latinx. Have you heard this term, Latinx? No. So instead of saying Latino or Latina, there's this term Latinx. Um, and so L-A-T-I-N-X. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, I know a bunch of Hispanic folks, of Latino people. Yeah. Uh, that's not how gender works. In Spanish language, you have, you know, uh, masculine and feminine. When you talk to, uh, talk about a whole bunch of right. Latin people, they are Latinos. Mm-hmm. And women are a part of that because that's how the language works. You're not, re- you're not dismissing them. Right. But uh, when you have a group of masculine and feminine uh, things or people, then you use the masculine. I mean, that's just how, that's how a lot of languages work. Yeah. And so another hopper topic because uh, uh, languages came from somewhere. They did, right? but m- most of the Hispanic people that I talked to yeah. hate the term Latinx. Yeah, because it's changed. It. Yeah, because that's I, I not. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it's not true to their language. To the culture. It's yeah. liberal mm-hmm. white people who aren't taught, who don't have any Hispanic mm-hmm. friends who are saying, "Oh, that's got to be offensive because it refers to gender," and so I must. But it's anyway. The same thing with the Redskins. I wonder is. Uh, I just don't know. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, let's talk to the people that you're saying that this offends. Right. And let's form relationships with them. Let's right. try and do that. William, what yeah. is the worst job you've ever had? I've had some pretty bad jobs uh, in lots of different ways, but I, I suppose the one that I hated the most was a factory job. Mm. Um. 
for it was I just worked there for one summer and it was a second shift. I was I was working first shift somewhere else. Second shift I went in and it, we made uh, GE ovens. It was assembly line work. Yeah. And mind uh, numbing. Mind numbing. I mean, my rotation of my uh, arranging my pieces. It was a metal press, and my rotation was about eight seconds. And it was the same exact motions with my body mm-hmm. uh, standing up the entire time on an assembly line. It took about eight seconds, and then you, so you work for. I, I was doing, you know, I don't know, three or four hours. They would blow the whistle. The whole assembly line shuts down. Everybody goes to the crams into the break room because you're not allowed to be anywhere else. Mm. And then you know you wait half an hour, come back, and do it for another four hours. Yeah, that is horrible. It was mind numbing. I assembled CD cases. Ah, similar, yeah. just same motion over and over again. Yeah, and, oh, it was terrible. Man, that sounds terrible. I, yeah. What else you got? Other jobs? Yeah. I've done so many jobs. I worked at I worked at McDonald's. That was my first job with a paycheck. Um, okay. And I remember one time. Low person on the totem pole, right? And so it's mm-hmm. my job to clean out the bathrooms. And I remember... Always a delight. Oh. I'm loving it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I remember feces smeared on the walls. Um, Who does that? I don't know. Someone. I mean, it happens. Yeah. It happens. It's awful. Um, there And there was just a bunch of really, really bad stuff like that. Yeah. Um, McDonald's is a... You know, one out of nine people in the workforce are working or have worked at McDonald's. One out of nine. One out of nine. More than 10%. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. McDonald's out there. I, I worked there for a yeah. long time. It was tough. I worked for Olin Mills. Okay. Which used to be I didn't like know that. A photography. Yeah. Pl- yeah. Oh, yeah. So I know Olin Mills. I was in, in, the, in the mall or in a, <laughs> like a, yeah, totally. I was in the telemarketing department. Oh, my goodness. So I worked for the devil himself. Yeah. As I called people one right after the next oh. and tried to sell them Olin Mills photography wow. shoots. It was horrible. Yes. And uh, then my boss let me go and deliver the packages. Oh, wow. So this was you know before the internet and everything. Yeah. So um, people would, would they'd call and mm-hmm. uh, get people signed up, and yeah. then they, I would deliver the package that they bought and collect their check. Oh, my. And this was, believe it or not, dangerous work. Really? Um, yeah, I was going all over the place. Yeah. And into places that, that uh, I, I didn't feel comfortable. Okay. To collect uh, payment. To collect money. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember just um, feeling really intimidated a few times. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah. But you know what? I collected that check for my boss, baby. Wow. It wow. was better than sitting in that room making phone call after phone call for after sure. phone call. I worked for a marketing agency making phone calls, but we did um, surveys. Okay. And so I did some political surveys, um, but the company I worked for, we had the opportunity, um, the technology, this was back long before computers, we had the technology to play a tape. We had a tape player, so we could play a tape. So we did stuff for radio stations. I'd be like, uh, so I would ask questions like, would you listen to a radio station? uh, These two radio stations, which would you prefer? Um, Hot Young Country? Or, uh, <laughs> I forget the other one, you know, uh-huh. uh, today's country. Hot young country or today's country. Ooh, Which, hot, hot. I went it hot. Yeah, right. And so then we'd say, okay, uh, let me play this song. Uh, let's see. Do you know who this artist is? Do you know the name of the song? And, you know, we go on yeah. and just tons of questions like that. But we also did, um, that was kind of mind-numbing and just like filling out this these papers, yes, no, whatever like that. But then I also got the opportunity to 
test markets um, in that same company, um, cigarettes, smokeless cigarettes. Um, okay. No one had ever heard of those before, yeah. and so we, we did a lot. Well, I have candy cigarettes, baby. Well, these were tobacco, <laughs> but they were the smokeless ones, and it's... Uh-huh. Uh, I, don't, I, I guess they still exist. I don't know. But no one had ever heard of them before. That's like boneless wings. I guess. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I know that, that that difficulty. I've had lots and lots of jobs, though. Yeah. Yeah. I painted a lot. Yeah, right. And painting can be very slow and mind-numbing. Well, you've got two, you're got you a painter, and you're a, you used to be a painter, and now you're a painter, right? So right, explain yeah. that. Yeah, so I, I used to paint houses right. um, as part of home yeah. improvement, yeah, which yeah, yeah. you can get a lot of easy paint jobs and not have a lot of overhead or a lot of tools to buy. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty easy to accomplish, and you can make a, a decent margin. So yeah. I did a lot of painting that I did. I never liked it. Yeah. But I do paint pictures, uh-huh. um, you know, Paintings. with oil mm-hmm. yeah. paint. Yeah, and that's that's entirely different Much and very better. enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I remember painting like windows. I'd have to paint all the windows in a house in a day, um, and this is a schedule that I put on myself. But in, in order for me to make money, yeah, I had to really be able to paint. Uh, very accurately and very fast, mm. um, and so I'd have a time schedule. That was that was one window every fifteen minutes. Wow! And it was this was thick oil based paint, and yeah. it smells bad. I had to wear a respirator all day, mm. and if I got three minutes behind, I had to make that up in the next window. Yeah, right. So it's like keeping that kind of oh, yeah. schedule. That I could get all of these windows painted. They would all be cracked open, you know, mm-hmm. um, overnight. Then I could come back and make sure that I secure the house the next day and mm-hmm. um, and make sure all the windows are, are operating and closing. That was th- those are long days. You might be, yeah, you might be painting a window every fifteen minutes for sixteen hours straight. Yeah, yeah. That requires a tremendous amount of mental discipline. Yeah, that is horrible. Really horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had one job that I actually liked fairly well, and that was to as a behavioral therapist for autistic toddlers. Mm. Had a lot of training for that, but that's part of the way I worked my way through seminary. Did that for years, and one of the difficult parts about the job, I love the job actually. It was a great job. I worked one on one in their homes, uh, preschoolers with severe autism, and uh, so behavioral therapy. But one of the things that I had to do, uh, this one toddler uh, was a biter, mm. and he wanted to get out of work. He wanted to. I'm trying to train him on various things, and one way that right. he knew that he thought he could get out of work is by biting me. And uh, one time he bit me in the neck and drew blood. Oh, he's a vampire. Yeah. Um, and another time he clamped down on my forearm and just like rolled his uh, jaw around as he's, and it just like. Uh, wow. But because he's trying to get out of work, he's trying to get a reaction out of me. And so the way for, the way that I needed to respond was to completely ignore him. Yeah, no reaction. No reaction. Yeah. So he's biting down hard on my arm. I had a bruise in my, in my forearm for over a month. Mm. It was sore. Because he just really mangled the, uh, yeah. So th- there were some bad uh, circumstances there, or some difficult circumstances, uh, but overall it was actually a pretty good job. Yeah. Thanks for listening to The Hopper Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. Write us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com or record a short short voice memo on your phone and send it to thehopperpodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time when we will discuss which animal's scat makes the best fertilizer. Oh, okay. I, I, I might have some thoughts on that. All right, good. I'm sure you know someone else who needs to listen to this show. Be a pal and tell them about the show and send them the link. And if they still don't listen... 
Make that annoying sound from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> and be sure to subscribe or follow. You don't want to miss a single episode. The Hopper Podcast is produced with the help of sausage donut stores across the country. <laughs>